Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Vet Method podcast, where we bring team training concepts to independent veterinary practice owners who want to grow revenues through a high performance team. My name is Sanjay Mangabai, and I'm so pleased to be joined today by Alan, Rob- Alan Robinson. Hi, Alan, welcome. Hi, Sanjay, really good to be here. So, whereabouts are you today? can tell I'm at home, of course, not traveling far in this uh, current state. So I was just apologizing for my casual attire. But this is um, this is us at the moment, isn't it? We're all at home and uh, doing Absolutely. our best. Absolutely. Nowhere to dress up and go. So it suits us fine. OK, so a little bit about Alan. Um, Alan needs no introduction, really. But for those of you who don't know, Alan is a vet and an independent practice management consultant. He has been a veterinary surgeon in practice for over 20 years and a successful business consultant to over 1,000 practices for the last 18 years, and is also a director of Vet Dynamics. His mission is helping independent practice owners improve performance and quality of life in practice. Both things that I'm sure our listeners will agree are very much needed, especially especially right now, Alan. And and Alan, those practices that you work with, those 1,000 or more, they're not just in the UK, are they? No, we're slowly spreading our, our reach. Um, I think our message is fairly universal, as you just, just said there. Vets mm-hmm. seem to be the same the world over. They run the business the same way and have much the same sort of problems. And to be honest, that's corporate independent. really doesn't matter too much. So the messages we're putting out there seem to resonate in the other English-speaking places. We've done some work in India, as you know. We've mm-hmm. done some work in Europe now, spreading our way across there but in the Scandinavian countries. So yeah, I think there's a universal message in what we're saying. Yeah, a veterinary practice is a veterinary practice. Um, so the title of the podcast is Vet Dynamics, Supporting Independent Practices. And we're going to show people how, how they do that over the next seven minutes or so. Okay, okay, Alan, if you're ready, our time starts now. Okay. So question number one, who is your ideal client? I think you've covered that already, Sanjay. So we, as I say, veterinary college doesn't prepare vets or vet teams for the business world. And strangely enough, we end up in in our own businesses trying to find our way. Um, And particularly our area is independent practices. They haven't got the corporate support. They haven't got the group support. So independent veterinary practice owners and practice managers Mm -hmm. uh, who have a real desire to uh, improve their lives, improve their clinical care, improve their teams. Um, and they can do that through their business. We think business is a brilliant vehicle for taking people uh, and developing their lives. Okay. So is that any size practice, um, Alan, or is it, uh, do you target one or two men, three or four vet practices? Practice in the UK is three to four vets that we're dealing with practices with over 17 vets. Uh, we do some mixed practice work, some equine work um, across the board. But to be honest, most of our work is in the small animal area. Um, mm-hmm small practices, a lot of startups these days as well, through mm-hmm. quite large groups as well. But um, we don't really work with the corporates. It's mm-hmm. really the independents that are our market. Okay, so it's, a, it's quite a range of practices, really. Perfect. That leads us nicely onto question number two. What's the biggest problem your clients face and how would you help them solve it? Most vets we meet who come to us obviously have a need. And we, we identified that need is most vets seem to end up working far too hard for far too long for far too little return be that time or money 
Um, and most of that we sort of work out is due to inefficiency of their business, frustration with their teams or their communication, uh, and poor profitability, just poor financials in their business. Um, so they get into a negative loop of those things and can't seem to find their way out. They don't have the thinking style or the map to see their way through that. So mm -hmm. what we provide is the map of that journey. So we've mapped out the veterinary business journey from a veterinary perspective. Mm -hmm. And you need to do things in the right order and the right place in the right way. And you can progress through that quite successfully. So that's what we offer is, is the, okay. the map. And that's a, a, probably a worldwide phenomenon. You know, you mentioned uh, poor performance, you know, time poor, slow growth, um, that uh, poor work-life balance that vets strive for but never seem to reach. Um, and then you're offering them a, a pathway to negotiate, you know, a way to negotiate to that elusive um, perfect practice, if you like, in a way. Okay, that's great. So our next question, what are the typical symptoms people experience with that problem? Yeah, let me have these questions beforehand. So I was thinking about this a lot mm -hmm. um, and I sort of, as my mind just expanded, expanded with what <laughs> and Santa, you've been there, you know, you know how that, yeah. that works. But I came up with too busy, hmm. burnt out and broke is basically the people that turn up at our door. Yeah. Um, more recently, we've got people who are doing well and want to do better. COVID's put a whole new spin on this, of course, uh, and the problem shifting from sort of finances and, and back, back to the team because the teams are exhausted, but it's the same things. So how do we help that? The key things we see missing is coming out of college. I'm now a vet. They go and do vet stuff and they create a job for themselves in their own business. So there's no sense of purpose or legacy. What am I doing this for? What do I get up every day for? Mm -hmm. There's got to be some driver, uh, in, intrinsic motivators for people. So we help them find that. You need a plan and goals to make sure that happens is the next thing. So we, mm -hmm. we do a lot of work around strategic planning. Now, that's not a natural thing for vets to think far into the future. We're very in the moment sort of people. We get stuff done here and now. So we help them sort of develop that planning. Time mm -hmm. management, you mentioned time poor. And I come back to busyness, busyness, busyness is the key underpinning failure of veterinary practice. We're just too busy to look after ourselves, to look after our team, to look after our clients. Too busy to make any money is the reality of it. Yeah. And then just the basic fundamentals of how does a business work? What's a PL look like? What's a finances? Where's the money come from? How do you talk to your team? Just those basic skills. And if we can sort of put that uh, together in this journey, we, we seem to have very good success with that. Absolutely. So you've covered a lot of the symptoms. You've also covered the how you solve those problems. You know, you mentioned an important thing. Uh, uh, mentioning that uh, vets are always busy. And um, that's one of those things that I feel, you know, you ask most vet practices are always so busy, but they're not very productive. You know, at the end of it, you know, what are you busy doing? So um, a way to measure all that and, uh, and find their way through that is, uh, is a solution that, uh, that you offer at Vet Dynamics. Um, so you've already taken question four out of the picture because you've already told me what mistakes people make uh, when trying to solve those problems. So we're going to go straight to question number five. What is one valuable free action that someone that somebody listening to this can implement that will help them solve the problems you just mentioned? Uh, you know, what's your top tip? 
it's kind of paradoxical one in that you've asked for a free valuable action. I'm going to call it a free valuable inaction. And my okay. advice would be just slow down. In fact, get to the point of doing nothing. Now, that's really hard for vets. We're action oriented people. We like to fix things. We like to jump in and we like to take control. It's a big, big issue with vets. Control mm -hmm. freak is certainly part of that. So the ability just to, when something happens, stop, consider, and let actually the world revolve around you a little bit and then step into it before mm -hmm. rather than just stepping in. And this is a, and that sounds a little bit philosophical in its own right, but you, you kind of understand what I'm saying from the mm -hmm. battery perspective. We jump in and try and get stuff done. If we take that time, but we've got to build, we've got to purposely and constructively build that time into our working day. We've got to create those little hiatuses of stopping and thinking. And that's what we do with our, our groups. We actually pull vets out of their practices Put them in a hotel room or used to mm -hmm. on Zoom now, <laughs> yeah. in groups of 10 or 12 practice owners yeah. and we give them the permission and the time to slow down and think about their business outside of their business so it's really important um that's we give them that time and space to make that happen so that's my tip find some way of constructing that slow down time yeah just time on. Just time to think is what you're saying. Just time to just just evaluate things. Don't try and force anything. You're right. Vets are busy rushing from one thing to the other. They have a sense of urgency almost at the practice. You know, have to do this, have to get this done, and then we end up doing the wrong things. You know, it's like the old saying of you know, your all ladder. The adrenaline junkies, I think it's called the urgency that we're yes, by. yes. And yes. of course, stress is driven by urgency plus uncertainty. Yeah. And so we've got these urgent people and now in these times of ma massive uncertainty so no wonder the stress levels are going up yeah um, even without COVID, that's the case as well yeah. so you know it's it's that sort of stopping and slowing down at first place okay great so let's go to question number six only two questions to go Alan. Um, what's one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will further help with that problem um we talked about that journey that vets go on. So yeah, slowing down, you say time to think, mm. but think about what? So we've got to give them a little bit of direction here. Okay. So on our website, if they go to vetdynamics.co.uk forward slash spectrum, mm -hmm. they can actually do a little a questionnaire, 30 questions, and it will produce for them a map of where they are on our journey, which stage of their business they're in. Obviously, there's inception, there's startup, mm -hmm. there's um, growth, there's stability, there's um, structure, and then there's scale, and, and that's a journey practice. A lot of practices get caught at the bottom of that U-curve of actually doing okay, but not okay. Okay one week, not so good the next week, and this is feast and famine, swapping time for money that they, that's get caught up in. It's a classic, what we call the busy trap. Um, and if we, we can help them get past that, and then some strategies taken on. So that's a free resource. If they go onto the website, they can do that um, questionnaire and they'll get a, a full report on that and we can give them some feedback if they wish on that as well. Okay, yeah, that's really interesting, Alan, because I, I imagine one of the challenges is people recognizing that they need help. You know, otherwise they don't take, they don't log onto the website, they don't take the questionnaire. It's only when they kind of almost hit rock bottom and things mm -hmm. are not working. So how do you get people to, preemptively seek help. You know, it's, it's this whole thing about prevention and early detection that we promote in, in medicine. But yeah. I would imagine the same thing is, um, the same thing applies 
um, in running businesses. Is there, is there a way that people can recognize that and then ask for help earlier, come to your website sooner? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, don't want to sound paternalistic. It's like saying, you know, we know all the answers, you come to us. But yeah. of course, all vets are heroes in their own lives. They're doing fantastically good work. They're doing it with the best of intention. Um, there's a lot of things working against vets in practice to actually perform well. But we can actually, it's, it's creating that level of self-awareness. One of the things we've, we've now started again this year, we're running our first Platinum Academy trial day in May this year. So we're going to invite practices to come on board you know, on a Zoom meeting again with a group of other practices. We're going to walk you through that journey, some of these um, tips and tricks and ideas we have just to give people the experience of what it's like to be in one of those mentoring coaching groups mm -hmm. and also just show them some of the benefits of the clients who've been through the journey before. So if, again, if they go onto the Vet Dynamics website, um, there will be information there about our Platinum experience coming up in the next few months. So that's, yeah. that's just come along, see what it's like, and you can actually get that experience. If that resonates with them, great, join us. Brilliant. That's an excellent um, resource you've got there, Alan. And finally, question number seven, what's the one question, Alan, that I should have asked you that would give great value to our audience? There's so many things that you could wish upon people, <laughs> but again, it comes yeah. right back to basics. Um, there's the old analogy, if you're sitting in the airplane, it starts to take a dive towards Earth. Down come the oxygen masks, grab your own first, pop it on. If you don't look after yourself first, you can't look after others. And as veterinary business leaders and owners and practice managers, we have a responsibility to others. That's the role we've taken on. But if we don't look after ourselves, and that's everything from your own physical health and you know, get your sleep, get your nutrition, get your, get your exercise, it's the uh, mental activity of downtime and taking time out. So avoiding that burnout and anxiety and, and compassion fatigue in particular, to the point of actually push back on the client base. You don't need as many clients as you've got. You, in fact, you probably need a lot less. And a lot of them you don't want in your building in the first place, mm -hmm. uh, to be honest. It's just coming down. So you know, look after yourself so you can look after others is my tip. Absolutely. Be that harder to do. Yeah, that's a really, really good, uh, some really good advice there, Alan. Uh, we see far too many examples of burnout and uh, dissatisfaction and people leaving the profession even. Um, um, and I know we're talking about practice owners here, but I'm sure they feel the same with all the stresses um, that come along apart from the medicine, but running a practice is a different beast in itself. Ah, thank you. Thanks, Alan. That was some really interesting, very valuable insights into the workings of uh, Vet Dynamics itself and how you all help independent practices improve performance and quality of life. Um, I have to say it was a privilege having you as a guest on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Sanjay, and uh, really good luck with the Vet Method project. Sounds really good. Thank you very much, um, Alan.